Why do you harbor evil thoughts? This weekend I went back to my diocese for the Idaho Catholic Youth Convention, big conference, 2,000 high school students, good music and dynamic speakers. And it all kind of had a climax at the Saturday night adoration. You've probably been, been to one of these with the, the monstrance being processed throughout the crowd. And a lot of people having really emotional reactions before our, our blessed Lord and the blessed sacrament, sometimes experiencing his love for the first time. So many people crying and reaching out to him or bowing down and worshiping him. It was a really moving sight. And at the end of that, there was something that I hadn't seen before. The, the MC of the conference had, gave the crowd an opportunity to, to share a little bit of what their experience was like, a little bit of sharing of graces. And it was a big crowd, so he, people rose their hand, raised their hands, and he ran out into the crowd and brought them the microphone. And several people shared really powerful moments of encountering God's love and mercy before him, for them. And one in particular st- stood out to me. This young man just said, I just heard the Lord saying to me, I love you. I love you. I love you. Over and over and over again. Brothers, that is the sound of the Lord. That is what his voice sounds like. That is what the good spirits tell us when we listen to them. The Lord saying to us, I love you, I love you, I love you, over and over and over again. But of course, sometimes we don't hear that. We're distracted by the evil spirits, whether the, the devils or our own fleshes or the worlds. We hear the evil spirits distracting us and maybe being over to, overly critical at somebody else's mistake, pointing fingers at them, or maybe perhaps more often at ourselves, our own self-blame and our own self-criticism. That's not the voice of the Lord. The Lord is saying to us, I love you, I love you, I love you, over and over and over again. And Jesus asks us, why do you harbor evil thoughts? And there may be many reasons for that. There's a reason that all of us share in common, original sin, the fall of Adam and Eve. But then we have our own stories, our own families of origin and childhood trauma and all the rest. And over my years of formation, I've been able to, by the grace of God, identify some of these and identify the lies that were associated with those particular events or situations. And those lies came to the surface in a really strong way last year at my canonical retreat. And with the guidance of a spiritual director who was praying with me, we renounced those lies. And that's something that we can all do. We can identify these lies of self-criticism, for example. I'm bad, I'm worthless, I'm, sh- I'm shameful. And we can, in the name of Christ, reject those lies. And we can just hear God saying to us, I love you. I love you, I love you, over and over and over again. And here at the seminary, we actually have a really good situation. We were just talking about this over dinner, how there aren't really that many conflicts among us. If, we, if you compare our population to any other, whether military or college or sports teams, there are lots of conflicts, lots of yelling, lots of fighting. But here, we're, I mean, sure, there are things that happen, of course. We're not saints Yet, we're on our way. But 
we're doing pretty well, and we can credit the Lord for that. The fact that we're coming together and praying together many times a day, day in and day out, hearing the Lord's mercy, hearing his forgiveness, receiving it, swimming in it, that allows us to be more merciful, more patient with one another and reduce those conflicts. But there's still the question, why do we come and confess our sins to a, to a priest? Something that we're going to have the opportunity to do here shortly. And you know, you guys, especially guys in third theology, as a little foreshadow, this might be one of your MDiv questions next year, so you can prepare for that. Why confess your sins to a priest? Well, I actually received an answer in an unusual place. I was a long time ago watching Caught in Providence, one of Joe's Judge TV shows with, with Frank Caprio. And he had this young man come to, come to court, and the young man said, you know, he was there, he was, being, he was being tried for something, I think it was a speeding ticket, and he couldn't pay it, he didn't have a job, he was in a terrible situation, and he was there in court. And Frank Caprio, the, show's, the show is called Caught in Providence, and it's about Providence, Rhode Island, but we can, we can see God's clever plan behind this. Frank Caprio said, I want to commend you for being here. You didn't have to be here. Many of your peers in your situation don't come to court. They stay at home, and they don't pay the ticket. They get the fines, and some of them end up, end up in jail. But you've come here. Even though you couldn't pay, you've come here, and you've stood before the court. Isn't that a little analogous to what happens to us in confession? We come before the judge, and sometimes even in fear, we come before the judge, and we say to him our sins, and we say, we can't pay. We can't pay for this. And he smiles at us and he says, that's okay. I've already paid for you. I'm giving it to you as a gift. I love you. I love you. I love you. Over and over and over again. So as we go forward, brothers, we can really enter into God's mercy with the goal of really swimming in God's mercy, living in it perfectly. And if we don't do it overnight, we go to confession. We know we still have our attachments, our inclinations to sin, so we have to go back and do it again. But we're growing in this life of living fully in his freedom, fully in his mercy, so that we can enjoy it for ourselves, and that's so then hopefully, God willing, as priests, we can also share God's mercy with others. If somebody in the future comes to us and says, why are you so merciful? People walk all over you, and they accuse you, and they, they throw stones at you, and they scourge you. Why are you so merciful to them? Why are you so kind to them? We can say... It's his fault. He gave us the bad example. We're just living in it. And in doing that, we hear him saying to us again and again, I love you, I love you, I love you, over and over and over again.